Okay, and welcome back to QLC Radio, and today we're going to be talking about billionaires. That's right, we're going to be tackling if billionaires are bad. Are they ethically a bad thing to have around in today's society? And the reason I'm tackling this is because I've seen a lot of anti-billionaire sentiment recently. For a while, I think people like Elon Musk and uh, Bill Gates were, were loved, you know? Especially Bill Gates for the charitable work that Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation did. And then Elon Musk as well was just someone seen as kind of a cool guy, seen as a cool billionaire who had all these crazy ideas that he was, you know, no one else is doing. So people kind of admired them and almost looked up to them. You know, I think they were someone to aspire to. But in recent months, I suppose, I don't feel like that's the sentiment anymore. I feel as though there's been a lot of resentment towards them. And the perfect example of this was Jeff Bezos recently, uh, maybe two months ago or so at the time of recording. I don't remember exactly. But he launched his rocket up into space. Um, so part of his space program, when the rocket went up, which looks suspiciously like a penis, um, <laughs> if, if anyone has seen it. But it made a lot of people very angry, though, and not just because of its phallic shape, but, uh, but because of the fact that Jeff Bezos has been accused of having really poor working conditions for his employees in the Amazon warehouse or warehouses, I should say. So as a result, I want to sort of discuss this a little bit more and try and put forward some arguments as to whether billionaires are a bad thing or not. And I'm not too sure where I stand on it, so I've done a fair bit of research, but I just want to put forward some arguments. And to be honest, I want to kind of let you decide, let you think about it, and um, maybe you'll agree with some of the points I make, maybe you won't. But uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. So I think what we should first cover is how are billionaires made? There are a few routes into it. One is just obviously creating something like Facebook or Amazon, basically creating some immense value for everyone else. So Amazon, the value that they added was incredibly convenient services to do with uh, delivery. And also they have their web services as well. So this is how they've created value. And this is how they've, or this is how Jeff Bezos now has become a huge billionaire. One of the other things, which is sort of less well-known, but it's something that happens, especially in America. Um, and if you look at the Forbes list, you'll see this as well from like outside of the top 10 billionaires. We're looking between like 10 and 200. Most of the billionaires there actually inherit their wealth. So, for example, the founder of Apple, Steve Jobs, his wife has inherited a lot of, lot of um, wealth, effectively <laughs> inherited billions. So a lot of how wealth and billions are being made is that they're not actually being made it's that they're being held onto and then passed down through inheritance so i'd say just from my initial research these are kind of like the two main ways that people become billionaires either creating some sort of value um going to market with that or being able to inherit it and actually there there is also the more i suppose criminal ways of doing it as well so insider trading is a classic example um i couldn't name anyone off the top of my head uh, actually, no, I could. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, when um, he was making his billions, it's still not clear how he made his billions, you know? Um, a lot of people think it's to do with some sort of insider trading. Perhaps other billionaires were paying him off for God knows what. I mean, he's got a very dark, dark history, which we're not going to go into today. Yeah, so there are some more shady and criminal ways to achieve it as well. But that's not what we're going to be focusing on on today's episode. So now that we know kind of the main ways into being a billionaire... I think it's key to point out what exactly that means 
So a lot of these billionaires, it's not as if they have all their money in a bank account. And th this may sound silly, but I think it is good to clarify what it means because it's, it's calculated on their net worth. So Jeff Bezos worth $180 billion or whatever it is. He hasn't actually got that directly in his bank account, right? He doesn't have that to hand. A lot of it, I'd say 99% of it, is to do with his holdings in the company Amazon. And I think he holds 16% of Amazon shares. And that's what's made him a billionaire many, many times over. But it is good to know that that's different because it's all money or value or wealth that's being held in shares. It's not something that's actually in his pocket or in his bank account. So it's good to know that as well. Because I think some people have this misconception that they're just, um, that they have, you know, 180 billion in the bank account and they're just holding on to it. I mean, effectively, they are just holding on to it, but not in the way that you think. It's not as if it's like cash under the bed or something like that. But this is quite interesting, though. And I think talking about the fact that they have their money tied up in shares and investments and wealth of any sort, so that could be property, art, even, you know, it could be a lot of different things. I think that's a good leeway onto some of the negative aspects of billionaires and some of the things that people chase after them on. And that is the fact that they have so much wealth and so much money, but they don't pay very much tax. And this is like the, the key headline, the one that people always jump towards. So I think, hey, why not? Let's cover this one off first. The way that they avoid paying a lot of tax is by having their wealth kept in investments and shares and things like that. So me and you, all of our tax is going to be paid, you know, from our salary directly. So I don't know what that's at, 20%? I'm not sure. It depends on the tax bracket that you're in, I suppose. But yeah, it's approximately like 20, 30, 50%, depending on what bracket you're in. That's how it works for us. So me and you, we're just taxed. Our salary comes through and that's it. That's the end of it. But when you have your money in assets and things like shares, you don't get taxed in the same way. He will only get taxed if he pulls out a share. So for example, let's say Amazon share was $10 10 years ago, and now it's $300. Even though it's gone up in value by $290, Jeff Bezos would never actually pay a cent on that until he pulls it out, until he makes it a real thing, until he makes it actual money, because it's no longer a share, it's now cash in his pocket. And then based on the gain that he's made, so $290, he can be then be taxed on that. But even then, that's something called capital gains tax. And that's something that is a lot lower than the income tax that we pay. So that's one way they avoid paying a huge amount of tax. And then the second way as well, and I think this is quite interesting, this is something that Elon Musk um, supposedly does quite often, and I'm sure a lot of billionaires do, to avoid paying tax once again. So obviously they don't have a salary in the same way we do. Their money makes money for them and they get paid in things like dividends. But one other thing that they do is they take out loans, which sounds insane, right? But it's true. This is what some of them do. They'll take out loans from a bank account and then they'll use that for whatever it is that they buy. And the reason that they do this and the reason that the bank is willing is, again, it's all tax because you don't pay tax on a loan, right? You take out a loan of £10,000, you pay some interest on it, but you're not going to pay tax. And banks are more than happy to lend to them, or whoever it is. I'm sure it's not the traditional like NatWest is lending to Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is they use. But because they have all this, all these assets, though, that they can leverage that loan against, 
banks are more than happy to lend them some money, so that's another way that they avoid paying tax. And then, as I alluded to earlier, inheritance is the other one. So once they die, the money is all passed on and no tax is taken from it. So these are ways that billionaires are basically holding onto their wealth and not paying what seems to be a fair amount of tax on it, because that is one of the biggest things. And even billionaires themselves have said, so Warren Buffett has been quoted as saying, you know, that we need to pay more. And he himself has said, like, my secretary pays more tax than I do. That's a fundamental flaw in our system. So even the billionaires are willing to pay a little bit more. I guess it's hard to bottom out what exactly that should be. Do we look at all their assets and then just take a value like 20% even though the asset hasn't been turned into cash yet? I, I don't know what that looks like, but that's something that is being investigated and that's something that even the billionaires, or at least some of them, support. But yeah, anyway, that is a key thing that people sort of despise in billionaires. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, though, an argument in favour of how they live their lives and the wealth that they've accumulated, they tend to be quite, I can't say the word, philanthropic, philanthropic blah, 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 blah. They tend to be quite charitable. <laughs> and again, one of the key guys for this is Bill Gates with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And the impact that that foundation has had is is crazy. You know, the, the clean water systems that they have, the vaccinations that they do throughout Africa. Yeah, just the mortality, child mortality that they've managed to reduce is just, it's incredible. They've had a huge impact. So on the one side, they're not paying taxes. But on the other side, they are using their money for a very good cause. Well, some of them, obviously, you can't put them all into the same bucket here. There are some who are just going to hold on to their wealth and some people we're just never even going to hear about and God knows what they do with their money. But the ones who are kind of in the limelight, they are doing this. They are being charitable and it's going towards a good cause. And uh, off the back of that as well, I know there's, I think it's called the Billionaire Pledge or something like that, which over, I think maybe 200 billionaires have signed it, but it's to part with their wealth when they do die. So that's kind of to counteract this inheritance that's going on and that, they're going to give away 90% of their wealth once they die, which could be potentially very helpful. It's a bit vague. It doesn't specify how or what they do with it. Um, so you don't know if it's going to a charity. Is it going straight to the government? Like, uh, what's, What does that mean by giving away their money? That's not specified, but that is something that they're doing. Some people argue it's just a PR stunt to get people off their backs. Um, some people see it as quite a good thing. So, But this is something that is happening and it's definitely a plus point although i'm sure some people out there would have a thing or two to say about that as well <laughs> and it's only fair i go into it as well and that is yes they are setting up this charitable organizations but it's still a way for them to funnel money because i don't know the laws around it but if it's like a tax uh if it's a charitable organization it's still a way for billionaires to kind of hide their money from the tax man you know it's still a way to for them to hold on to their cash and also it's a way for them to be able to have influence over sectors that they perhaps shouldn't have an influence over so if we look at bill gates for example he has huge influence over the healthcare sector because of the bill and melinda gates foundation however he himself is a software guy so does he deserve to have that influence over it just because he's got billions that he can throw at it maybe not but uh that's you know another point for everyone out there to consider so off the back of that, I will continue doing some plus points, I think, and then I'll kind of circle back around to 
billionaires being evil and unethical again. <laughs> Some of the plus points we've got of the billionaires that make their means, oh sorry, that make their money through value creation, and by that I mean Amazon, I mean Facebook, I mean you know Microsoft, that kind of stuff. So those who are actually giving back in some way, shape, or form, not the ones who are just holding on to an enormous amount of wealth. They have created a lot. They've kind of shaped the way we live, for better or for worse. I would argue for better in quite a few cases. So the convenience that Amazon offers, um, the heading of electric cars that Elon Musk is kind of giving us, and you know he's the he's the leader. He's sort of the face of that, and it is directly impacting how all of us live and i think it has made our lives a lot more sort of convenient so there's that aspect of it that they have created an immense amount of value for our lives and they wouldn't be where they are without us taking part you know they wouldn't be in that position if we weren't getting something good out of it you know people have iphones for a reason because they are a very good product and i'm sure a lot of people will debate that but i think they're a very good product and you know, looking at Apple's revenue, I think a lot of other people agree with that as well. And at the time of the iPhone being brought out, it was better than anything else out at the time in terms of mobile phones. It was such a big step up. There's no two ways about it. So they did offer something much better and much different in the same way that Amazon does with its delivery at the time or its web services making, you know, IT infrastructure so much easier than it ever has been in the past. So they do offer things, you know, it's not just that they've made a billion out of thin air that it's not as if they've stolen a billion you know they've been paid for it because they've created some immense level of value so if you look at the the jobs that they've created and the whatever money comes with that as well so you're looking at the jobs created by you know uh, google all the software developers that are now hired you're looking at Tesla, all the engineers that are now hired. And then you're looking further down the market as well, who else is being supported. So if you look at Amazon, for example, retailers in e-commerce that would have struggled to perhaps get their product into Tesco's or, you know, a superstore like that are now able to sell very easily. So there's this aspect as well, is that they've created money elsewhere. It's not just all for them. And even if you look at, uh, so let's take, Jeff Bezos, again, as the example, even if you look at his company and the shares in Amazon, right? He only owns 16%, I believe, of Amazon. So the rest of it, and Amazon is worth like, what, 1.5 trillion or something stupid like that, in terms of market cap anyway. And he only has, I say only, he has like 180 billion of that. The rest of that is money that other people own, you know? So he created the company. And he has a, a huge share in it, bigger than anyone else, but there's still less than a quarter, you know, and the other three quarters are going to other people. So other people are getting rich as well. It's not just him. And yeah, like I said, cycling back as well, just to the jobs that have been created. But I will come back to that, though, especially in the case of Amazon. That is a controversial point about job creation. So I will come back to that. Don't worry to my listeners out there. I haven't just abandoned it there. <laughs> I am aware of the controversies surrounding that. But anyway, moving on. As I was saying at the beginning, they have served as almost um, something to aspire to. You know, it's like it's a, it's a level that we can all look to reach. 
you know, when you hear some of the stories that are out there, uh, you think of Steve Jobs and the struggle he had to get Apple to where it got to. And it makes you think, wow, you know, I, I really need to work as hard as this guy if I want anything good in life. You know, if I want even just a fraction of what he has. So there's that aspect of them serving as actually good role models, which is something I talk about in previous podcasts. So do check out my previous episodes and give it a listen. But um, that's one other thing to consider. Are they actually serving as quite good role models, especially the ones who are, you know, claimed to be self-made? You know, uh, is that something that is good to aspire to for the rest of us? And then finally, the other thing I wanted to bring up, and this is something that's quite close to me as well, it's something that I'm very interested in, and that is space travel. And the fact of the matter is, government organisations around the world aren't doing much for space travel at the moment. You know, space programmes are in a complete lull. And it makes sense. You know, back in the 1960s and whatnot, it was a race to get to the moon. Who was going to get there first, Russia or America? We need to pump money into it to make sure the other guy doesn't get there. But now, we don't really have that same incentive. So the only guys out there that are really kind of pushing the space program is guys like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos now as well. He's joined it. And then you've got Richard Branson as well. And the fact that these guys are sort of pushing the boundary with that, I think is amazing. Like I said, it's something that I'm very interested in, so that's why I'm saying that. But to, to draw back from that, though, the point I'm making is it's good that we have these people that are going into areas that are funding areas and uh, investing heavily into things that the public won't, you know, that the public government won't look into. And for good reason as well. When you've got people who are starving and whatnot and people that are on benefits, you can't really then justify having a government spending God knows how much on a rocket however these guys with their money they can do that you know and that's something that i think is good they have that freedom to invest in something good and with the charitable initiatives becoming more and more popular amongst uh, billionaires perhaps they're going to be putting their money towards more social good as well not just rockets but anyway the point is, is i think the fact they have that freedom is potentially a good thing i'm sure a lot of people will disagree with that though and as i was alluding to earlier as well the fact that they can just use their billions to get into any industry and have such a huge influence is probably a bad thing. And with regards to charity, it could just be a way of shielding their money as well from tax. Which, I guess, is a good segue onto continuing our negatives. Why should we hate the billionaires? Now, hate's a strong word, but some people really do hate them, especially now. And I can, I can kind of understand why. There's a huge wealth gap. And if you just look at like the Forbes list for 2021, despite the fact that we've had this pandemic where so many people have really suffered, you know, financially, mentally, um, emotionally, and it feels as though everyone's losing, but the billionaires are gaining. So, you know, you can understand why that sentiment arises, whether it's misplaced or not, whether they've been scapegoated or not is, you know, I'll leave that up to you to decide, but you can understand where that sentiment comes from. So let's continue going down, saying why billionaires are shite. <laughs> so we've covered off the charity thing, and we've sort of mentioned there kind of the moral argument and the ethical argument when people are suffering and not doing so great. How can we have these guys who are, you know, worth more than some bloody countries are? And a statistic that puts it into perspective is that the top three billionaires in the world are worth more 
than the bottom 50% of society. And that's quite insane, really, when you think about it. So it's like three people are worth more than 3.6 billion in in a more crude way of putting it, which may or may not be the best way to think about it. But it, it illustrates the point very well, I think. And then following on from the morality of it, the aspect of how they made their money. So like I said earlier, some people have just inherited it or maybe they've done it through some sketchy illegal means. But even those that have done it through value creation and done it through providing something for society to benefit from, there's still an argument that they've done it by absolutely slamming the workers underneath them. So as I was saying earlier, the point I'd come back to is Amazon warehouses. One of the big things that's been happening, at least in America, I'm not so sure about the rest of the world, but I know it's big over there, is the working conditions that they have, which is supposedly subhuman. Workers are having to pee in bottles because they just aren't afforded the time to have a break and leave their workstation, which is disgusting if that is true. And th there's good evidence to suggest that that is true. Yeah, and that's disgusting. And if they're making their billions through exploitation such as that, then this is something that's not good. You know, they're not making it through their sort of self-made title, but they're actually doing it through exploitation. And I know Elon Musk has come under fire for this as well. I don't think as heavily as Amazon, but I know his engineers have um, complained about working brutal hours and not being compensated fairly. So you know, these are, these are all things to consider as well in the argument of are billionaires good or are they bad? And then the next point I wanted to talk about is monopolies. And I don't mean the board game, but I mean how companies create a monopoly in the market. And a classic example would be Facebook. So I don't want to keep using Amazon, so I'm going to use Facebook now. But with regards to social media and potentially advertising, because a lot of advertising happens through social media now, you could argue that Facebook has a monopoly because Facebook also owns Instagram, two of the largest social media platforms. So you could say they have a, a monopoly over social media and therefore advertising and have too much influence in the market, an unfair level of influence. So this is something as well that people are very against, you know, having these monopolies that can just keep growing and growing because that is what happens, right? Amazon started off as just selling books and now they've become someone who can sell books, they can sell anything, they do web services, now they're doing space. And because of the money that and resources now afforded to them, they can continue to monopolize other markets and become the primary, you know, they're going to become like another global superpower. <laughs> and if you look at their growth in the last few years, it would not be unfair to be a little bit scared by that, to be to think, holy crap, this could actually happen. Because, yeah, Amazon have just grown exponentially and they seem to be absolutely everywhere. Um, but yeah, no, this is something that people are dead against as well as having monopolies that will just effectively control the market. And there's many more points that you can draw off of that as well. So being able to peddle us very specific products, being able to influence us in an unfair way. So I know another one. So for example, Rupert Murdoch, who had Fox News and in the UK, he has Sky News. Um, I think he also has the Sun newspaper as well. I don't think we have quite a lot of media outlets, so it's not that bad. But if he had way more, so say if, you know, if he owned it, like everything but the BBC, for example, then that would be an unfair monopoly over the media because he can just execute his will as he pleases. And the final point I'm going to make with regards to 
billionaires being evil and unethical. It's how they use their money. So what I said earlier about the fact that they have the luxury to be able to put their money and throw their money at whatever venture interests them, you can also use that as a negative. And even though I love space and whatnot, just, you know, playing devil's advocate, I can imagine someone listening to that and thinking to themselves, they have all this money and they're throwing it at a space program. They're throwing it at something which is, A, is going to be terrible for the environment because rocket fuel is, the emissions is. And B, we have so many problems here on Earth. You know, forget fucking Mars. We have a lot of problems here that they could be using that money to take care of. They could be throwing it towards healthcare. They could be throwing it towards affordable housing. There's so many things that they could be doing with it. And that that is a fair argument to make as well. That it is their money, but they have a responsibility to do more good with it because of how much of it that they have. My sort of counter-argument to that as well, because a lot of people think that this money should be drawn out of them in the form of taxes and it should therefore go to the government, and the government can then distribute it equally. But to be honest, I, would you trust that amount of extra income going into the government as well? You know, people are easily corruptible, especially when large amounts of money are involved. So would you necessarily trust that going to the government as well? Would you think your best interest is going to be represented by them? I know it's supposed to be, but do you think it will? Yeah, just another another little thought, another little nugget to chew on there. <laughs> I've said quite a lot in this podcast. I feel like I've thrown a lot of arguments out there. So it's probably only fair that I conclude this off in one way or another now. I'm still not entirely sure where I sit on the matter, to be honest. Do I think billionaires are bad? Do I think that they are evil? I don't think they are, because once upon a time, they were just like us, you know? Or they were just like a small-time entrepreneur. Because they had an idea, they ran with it, now they are where they are. Is it wrong to have people with such an enormous amount of wealth whilst some people are getting poorer? Not some people, a lot of people are getting poorer and they're worse off. That, on a moral level, to me, is wrong. And that particular sentiment is what saw revolutions in the past, and I'm talking like revolutions in Russia where they overthrew the royal family because there was such a extraordinary mismatch in wealth so yeah on a moral level you can argue that's very wrong that they have that but i don't necessarily think the people are entirely bad because we just have perhaps a system in place that has allowed them to get there you know they wouldn't be trying to make monopolies and they wouldn't be trying to do what they do if they weren't allowed to do it so perhaps there is something there if if we you know were to collectively as a society decide, no, we can't have any more of this, that's where we'd have to look. We couldn't look at attacking the billionaires. We'd have to look at how have they got there and how do we stop that from being exploited again in the future. Um, and I don't think these people are necessarily motivated by greed, which may sound like a, a very weird thing to say considering they're billionaires, but I think it comes to a point, and I'm sure that point is probably like 100 million, <laughs> you know, but after 100 million, you, you can buy pretty much anything you want, I think, past that. Like, 100 million and a billion in terms of spending, I feel like you're only ever going to buy the same things. So I don't think it's greed that is sort of motivating them at this point. And 
you've got to wonder what what is it that's motivating them maybe for some of them maybe it really is to do something good maybe for bill gates it really is to just absolutely concentrate on charitable works and just keep on going for that but i don't think it's necessarily greed because they just have so much money like what what, what could they possibly want with more maybe i'm not even thinking that though you know let me know <laughs> but if we think that there's something fundamentally wrong with it and i'll let you decide you know again let me know right and let me know what you think if you think that they are ethically wrong we shouldn't be having billionaires in this day and age but yep i'll let you decide that but if that's something we did want to fix and it's something that needs to be tackled from a more systemic level i think and without a shadow of a doubt these guys have changed our lives i think for for better in most respects like even like Microsoft, for example, who doesn't use a Microsoft product, computing probably wouldn't be where it is without it. So some of these guys have really done very good by us. So on that rather vague note, <laughs> I think I'll leave it there because I do want listeners to sort of be reaching their own opinion and to have a think about it, you know. Um, hopefully I've provided enough arguments both ways to be able to you know, give you enough information to reach a decision. If not, I definitely recommend looking into it more in your own time. Just, you know, YouTube, are billionaires good or billionaires bad? You'll find so much out there. And I think, yeah, it's it's an interesting topic to consider at the very least. <laughs> but as per usual, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. And, you know, please like, subscribe, drop a comment, get in touch with me on Instagram. Uh, follow me as well at QLC Radio Podcast. Otherwise, hope you enjoyed the show and have a great day. Bye.